The Vale This Week with lovethevale.wales. Register for a free business or events listing at lovethevale.wales. Hello, I'm Matthew Harris. And I'm Nathan Spackman. And on this week's edition of The Vale This Week from Bro Radio, Cabbage Farmers Market has come out as the sixth best in the UK and the top in Wales, according to a new list by Country Living magazine. With a 23-year history, we'll hear from its secretary organiser, Mavanwi Edwards, about what makes it so successful. With an increase to benefit payments from the start of this month and to upcoming cost of living payments, we'll be joined by Peter from Citizens Advice, who will bring us all the latest on the changes. Plus, Gareth will have a roundup of the week's local sport as we head towards the end of the Cymru South season, and we'll look at what's going on to keep everyone busy this Easter holiday. The Vale This Week on Bro Radio. That was Molly Roberts with her track Goodbye. It's one of the tracks on our local music playlist. And if you're an artist in the Vale or across South Wales, we'd love to get your music played here on Bro Radio. You can email your tracks to music at broradio.fm and you could be featured on a future show. And you can also hear even more local music on Easter Monday with an entire day dedicated to it here on Bro Radio. This is The Vale this week. Now let's look back at some of the top local news stories from the past seven days. The Vale Council has issued a stop notice on a proposed holiday park development located on Hayes Road in Sully. In a statement released on Friday afternoon, the council confirmed it was led to do so after receiving evidence it may have led to the destruction of bird nests. Officers issued the notice and informed Natural Resources Wales and the Police, Wildlife and Environment Crime Officer. The stop notice means all development must cease until the developer gains consent for any intended works. Plans to build affordable homes on a disused railway track in Barry have been approved, despite concerns over the quality of life of future inhabitants. An outline planning application for the 56 flats proposed for the land to the north of the eastern end of Ford E Millennium was approved at Vale Council Planning Committee meeting on Wednesday. However, some councillors raised concerns about the amount of amenity space that would be available to future residents and the potential disruption they might face with the main line between Cardiff and Barry being next to the site. Local councillor Ian Johnson concurred with his colleague in the Plaid Group at the Vale Council, saying, fundamentally for me, the issue with this application is the site. All primary school pupils in the Vale will be offered free meals from next term. Vale Council has confirmed the offer will be extended to children in years three to six in response to the cost of living crisis starting on Monday 24th of April. According to the council, the county has seen the highest uptake of universal free school meals in Wales provided locally by the council's own catering firm. The community transport service has secured its short-term future. Vale Council says Greenlinks will continue to receive Section 106 funding until March next year. The service, which has been run for 12 years, provides links for residents who are unable to access local public or private transport. The scheme runs four minibuses and two accessible cars. Longer term funding is due to be discussed at cabinet level later this year. And pupils from the Panath School have been praised after they were caught up in long queues at the Port of Dover. A group from Stanwell were among a number of Welsh schools who spent hours waiting to get through border controls en route to a skiing holiday. A critical incident was declared by the port authorities but was lifted on Monday morning. Bosses at the Port of Dover have launched a full review into the disruption and insist next weekend will run more smoothly for passengers. And you can read more about all these stories, plus submit your own local news via broradio.fm forward slash news. There is so much to discover in the Vale of Glamorgan with lovethevale.wales. Find vibrant, brilliant and highly skilled high streets, side streets and home enterprises, remarkable restaurants, friendly well-stocked bars, pubs and trendy night spots. Adrenaline-filled, family-friendly days out or those places to sit back, 
relax and simply enjoy a good book. Whether you're a local or a visitor, start your discovery now at lovethevale.wales. You're listening to The Veil this week on Bro Radio. Now, earlier this week, Cowbridge Farmers Market featured sixth on a list of the top farmers markets in the UK, the highest of any listed in Wales. The weekly market has taken place since July 2020. The weekly market has taken place since July 20. Don't I keep saying 2020? The weekly market has taken place since July 2000. And to tell us more about it and its success, we're joined by Secretary Organiser Mafanwi Edwards. Thank you very much for joining us. That's okay. Thank you. So Cowbridge Farming Market, it's got a long history, over 20 years, which you've been involved for pretty much that length as well. What do you think it's key to a success? I think the, the main thing about Cowbridge, we've always worked really, really hard to make sure it's a genuine farmer's market. And it's very much a, a cook's market. We sell produce um, and raw ingredients. So we sell meat and eggs and veg and cheese. We do sell cakes and preserves, um, and they're all made by the people who are on the stalls. So we, we've never gone down the street food route. We don't have anybody doing street food. We do have a few people who do sort of a, a ready meal that you can buy and take home to, to warm up, but we don't sell any food that you would eat at the market. And, and that was a conscious a decision of ours to keep it very much as a farmer's market um, and as a produce market. And this week the market was placed sixth in a list of 20 in the UK, the only one in Wales in Country Living magazine. How much of an achievement is this for you and recognition for the traders? Oh, absolutely brilliant. We knew nothing about it until the, the, the list came out. So we're absolutely delighted to be recognised um, for all the hard work that we put in and that the producers put in every week that, um, that we have been been recognised in that way. And we know more people are recognising the importance of shopping local since the pandemic, but also there's a lot of conscious people about reducing their carbon footprint. So how much of a role does a market like yours play in helping people to reduce their carbon footprint, but also to shop as locally as possible where they can? Yes, it, it's a huge contribution because um, all our producers are within 30 miles of Cowbridge um, and, and you really are speaking to the person who has produced that product. So the food miles are extremely short if you shop at the farmer's market, um, unlike if you shop in the, the, the bigger supermarkets where so much of the food has travelled twice around the UK, if not in from abroad, before it gets to the supermarket shelves. Um, the eggs that are sold in the market are from Tinikaya Farm in Landau, which is two miles from Cowbridge, and they will have been laid that, you know, they're, they're less than eight hours old before they're um, on, on the table to be sold in the market on Saturday morning. And if people do head down to the market on the Saturday, I know you briefly went over it in your first answer, but... What can they expect to find? What sort of stalls do you have? Uh, we have uh, beef, lamb, pork, bacon, poultry, game. Uh, we have a veg, um, although this week we, we, we don't have veg. It, it's a tricky time of year for homegrown veg to, in between seasons. So we are missing veg this, this Saturday. Um, we've got cakes, eggs, preserves, cheese, milk, yogurts. Um, dog treats 
uh, gin, um, cider, um, olives, uh, sauces, chocolate. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm desperately trying to work my way around the market to remember who's there. Um, yeah, so um, a, you know, a really, a really wide range of of products available. So a huge range of people this weekend for their Easter weekend. If people want to come along, where can they find you and where can they find out more information about who's appearing at future markets? Um, we, uh, we're every Saturday morning from nine o'clock till one o'clock in Arthur John's car park, which is the agricultural store in Cowbridge. Um, it's situated on North Road, which is the, the lane that runs parallel with the high street. So you come down one of the little alleyways off the high street you will see us on on the back lane um and say we're there every saturday uh nine till one uh every week um because we have producers we've got a core of producers about 15 producers who attend every saturday and then we've got another 18 20 who lots of them alternate they come every other week so we've got two cider producers who alternate so there'll always be cider but it might be a different producer um and then we've got a few producers who just come once a month so every week on a thursday um uh, it will be published exactly who will be in the market that week and they'll be able to find that on social media on facebook and instagram um so, so that's published on a Thursday, exactly what stores will be there on on the Saturday. Uh, we also have uh, a website, which is Cowbridge Farmers Market, um, that has an information about all the producers who attend the markets. Well, hopefully lots of people will be heading down this Saturday to experience the best market here in Wales. My family, thank you very much for chatting to us and telling us more about Cowbridge Farmers Market. That's OK, thank you very much. The Vale This Week with lovethevale.wales, your go-to guide for businesses and events in the Vale of Glamorgan. Visit lovethevale.wales. You're listening to The Vale This Week from Bro Radio. Now it's the Easter holidays and if you're looking for an excellent time, then check out these exciting events taking place in the Vale of Glamorgan that we found and you've listed at lovethevale.wales taking place in the Vale of Glamorgan over the next couple of weeks. St Altid's Church in Lantwick Major is holding its annual Easter Trail. You're invited to search for clues throughout the town from the 1st to the 8th of April. It's £2 to take part with forms available to collect from the precinct on the 6th of April from 10am to 12pm or via St Altid's Church. Barry's first town-wide Easter egg hunt sees dozens of shops across the town creating a giant trail for families. Each online ticket gives you access to the map of venues on the trail as you make your way around, meet various street entertainer characters, plus take advantage of exclusive offers and discounts at shops across Barry on the day. It's £2 per trail. Book tickets by searching for Barry East Ed Hunt online. Or why not head to Panath for the Easter Bunny Shop Hop, which takes place from the 1st to the 8th of April and provides a unique and fun way to explore the town. The event involves participants visiting different shops and stores throughout Panath to collect chocolate treats that are given out. The activity not only allows people to discover new shops and businesses, but also promotes community engagement by encouraging people to interact with local shop owners. Find out more by visiting Panath Shop Local 
Bulls Facebook page. Or why not spend some time with the lambs reared at Pentelina State Farm, who will be penned on the lawn from Friday the 7th through to Monday the 10th for you to get close and say hello. Static farm displays immerse in farm life at forage with a display of educational farmyard animals, decorative cows, sheep and pigs will be on display, courtesy of Cows on Tour providing the opportunity to milk a Frisian and guess which seed matches the crop. Meanwhile, visit Southwell's Aviation Museum in St. Athens for probably the best location for an Easter egg hunt amongst their amazing collection of planes and aircrafts. Running from 10am to 4pm on Saturday 8th and Sunday 9th, participants could win an exciting prize. Find out more by searching for Southwell's Aviation Museum online. And throughout the Easter holidays, pick up your activity pack for £3 plus usual admission and explore the grounds of Dufferin Gardens. Take part in 10 activities, which get the family activity and creative outdoors, which once complete, you can exchange to claim your chocolate reward. Running from 10am till 4pm daily, find out more via the Deferent Gardens website, Monday the 1st to Tuesday the 11th of April. Or head to Formon Castle, where you can wander through the dinosaur adventure, meet with dinosaur rangers who will be able to bring the terror of the Tyrannosaurus to life, or explore the Mad Hatter's Tea Garden, the Pirate Adventures, Woodland Walks, Play Areas, Parks, Playgrounds, and Lost Victorian Horticulture. Each day, there are three dinosaur shows at 11am, 1pm and 3pm, or on Saturday 8th until Easter Monday the 11th, enjoy the return of the Formon Joust as part of your entry ticket. Book yours online at formoncastle.com. Yes, lots going on. And throughout the Easter holidays, take a trip to your local cinema. Epic Tales runs until Thursday the 6th of April with a film telling the story of super smart mouse Petite and her feline friend Sam. Shazam! Fury of the Gods runs until Tuesday the 11th of April. Find out more at memoartcentre.co.uk. And you can find out more about these events and many others by visiting lovethevale.wales where you can also submit your event details to be mentioned on Bro Radio and The Vale this week. The Vale This Week with lovethevale.wales your go-to guide for businesses and events in the Vale of Glamorgan. Visit lovethevale.wales. You're listening to The Vale this week from Bro Radio. Now, despite the weather getting warmer, the cost of living crisis continues to impact many here in the Vale of Glamorgan, and there are some changes in cost of living payments and, of course, an increase in benefit payments from this month. To tell us more, Peter from Citizens Advice in The Vale joins us. Good evening, Peter. Good Good evening, Nathan. So, Peter, as we mentioned, there are some changes to cost of living payments, which, of course, have been an important lifeline for many people for the 2023 and 24 year coming up. Tell us a little about the changes and what people can expect. Right. Those people who are eligible for the cost of living payment are in this 2023-2024 uh, sort of period uh, going to receive a total of three payments, uh, and and that those add up to nine hundred pounds. They are per household. So if you've got a joint claim, um, you 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 are not going to double that. Uh, if you get any of the following benefits or tax credits on certain dates, then you then you are eligible, and the the benefits you have to be in receipt of are, well, it's got to be one of the following. Income-based job seekers allowance, income-related employment and support allowance, income support, pension credit, universal credit, child tax credit, and working tax credit. And, And the payments are going to come separately from your benefit payment. And uh, the first one will be paid between the 25th of April 
and the 17th of May. You shouldn't have to do anything. Um, you, you, you should be because obviously, you know, the, the benefit people know that you are receiving those benefits, they, that you should just receive them. And elsewhere, you mentioned benefits there. Of course, there's going to be an increase for people from the start of this month, and that's by 10.1%, isn't it? Yes, indeed it is. It's, it's the, the, the full um, you know, cost of living uh, increase as measured. Uh, I can't remember which month it was, but um, I, uh, that was, that was the, the one that, that they always used to look at uh, the uprating of benefits. Anybody on universal credit, personal independence payment, carers allowance, income support, housing benefit, job seekers allowance or state pension will automatically get that increase. Also, if anyone is continuing to struggle with their bills, which many people are, the team in Cardiff and the Vale, they're able to help give some energy advice on the over the phone. Yes. I mean, we we get um, an enormous number of calls relating to, uh, you know, people having run out of, uh, literally run out of money to pay for their utility bills. And um, they often just want an immediate sort of voucher or some other help uh, that, they, that they know they might be eligible for. Um, and don't look at the underlying situation and saying, is there a way I can make some changes which might help me, you know, running into the future? Callers should should call 0808-278-7925. And as usual, if people listening need to get in touch with any specific uh, bits of help, how can they get in touch with Cardiff Vale Citizens Advice to find out more? Well, I think uh, in terms of... Uh, Residents of Cardiff and the Vale, the the easiest way for them is, in fact, to use that number I've already looked at, which is the advice link uh, uh, number of 0808-278-7925. Brilliant. Well, Peter, thanks as always for joining us on the Vale this week. I'm sure we'll catch up next month to talk about more of the top things that people are calling Cardiff and Vale citizens' advice. The Veil this week. With lovethevale.wales. Register for a free business or events listing at lovethevale.wales. This is The Veil this week from Bro Radio. Time now for sport. And as we head into the final weeks of the football and rugby seasons, we're joined again after a week's break by our sports reporter, Gareth Joy. Gareth, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Nathan. Nice to be back. So lots of action coming up over Easter. Let's start first with the Cymru South champions, who could yet make it two trophies this season. Indeed, they could already, of course, Cymru South champions, uh, wrapped up with three games to spare, of course. They've had a deserved week off ahead of an Easter doubleheader, and Easter Monday is certainly going to be the highlight. The seventh final of the Welsh Blood League Cup, when they will face Britain Ferry Lansauer. Now, I must stress this isn't the cup final itself. It's to decide who will face the winners of the northern section of the competition. That will be either Colwyn Bay or Puff Madog. It's been played at Trevelyan's uh, Unis Park ground on Easter Monday, a 5.30 kickoff. Of course, Barry already wrapped up the uh, league title and able to boast an unbeaten record in all competitions since last November, shortly after Lee Kendall took over 
from Gavin Chesterfield. It could turn out to be a pivotal week, in fact, because they're still waiting to find out if they'll be awarded the Tier 1 licence to win promotion back to the company Premier. Britain Ferry, of course, uh, were, they've signed uh, six uh, players from last season's Champions Landsrup Major. A few of them have moved on since then. But Andy Hill's side are one of only two Company South clubs who Barry have actually yet to beat this season. They lost 1-0 at home in August, and then they were held to a one-all draw earlier this month after that 100th minute equaliser straight from a uh, corner kick from Connor Goldsworthy. Should be an interesting one Easter Monday. Before that, on Good Friday, Barry are back in action at Unis Hill Albion's in their uh, third last game of the company South season. And make a note of the earlier kickoff as well. It's at midday on Good Friday. And on to last season's champions at Lanswick. Still unbeaten after the return of some old faces to Windmill Lane. Yeah, well, I did find it a bit strange to be reporting yet again on Tom Walters scoring at uh, Windmill Lane. But that's indeed what happened as uh, Lanswick were held by 10-man Britain Ferry to a 2-2 draw. They're still unbeaten from their last 11 league games, but uh, they felt uh, pretty disappointed to not make it three points uh, on Saturday after a last gas penalty from Luke Bowen. Two key members of last year's title-winning squad returning to Lanswick in Ferry's all red colours, namely top scorer Tom Walters and defender Connor Goldsworthy. But it was Landswitz's presence who took the lead on 31 minutes, thanks to Hallie Edwards with Matty Kimmings providing the assist. Visitors went into a break, a man down. Callum Saunders shown a straight red for an off-the-ball incident. But then Landswitz doubled their lead, uh, Tyler Jackson assisting Johan Emmanuel to drill home into the t- top corner past keeper Reese Wilson. But then F- Ferry soon found a way back. Walters struck past. His former teammate Jack Lansdowne with eight minutes to go. And then in the third minute of a lengthy stoppage time came that equaliser uh, from the penalty spot for Luke Bone. But Lanswick's long unbeaten run still stands and they face another tricky test this coming Good Friday when they take on an Ammonford side who have, some, who have managed to uh, steer themselves uh, towards their second tier safety. And imagine if they get three points over the weekend. That should be enough to confirm their second-tier status. And it's just one game as well for uh, Lanswick this Monday, and that'll be because of the uh, of the uh, Welsh uh, Blood Service Cup for, uh, semi uh, Southern final. Moving on to rugby now, and it was a disappointing night for the Bombers in the Mallet Cup earlier this week. Yes, unfortunately it was. So we're midweek outing for them, and um, one held at um, rather short notice, actually. I think about a week, uh, because uh, they have a fixture backlog to contend with in the Admiral League. In fact, it was also played as a league fixture on Tuesday night at Glamorgan Wanderers ground in Ely. Uh, Bowie facing Rubina. They went on to lose that one 19-0. So it'll be disappointing. Indeed, what has been a fairly subpar season, I'm afraid, from the Bombers. Uh, disappointing for head coach Liam Scott to have missed out on silverware this season. Indeed, the, the youth side uh, under John Diamond, they came pretty close uh, last weekend to uh, reaching the uh, final of the WRU Youth Cup. But of course, they were narrowly beaten by Carmarvin Quinn. So they hit back with a 53-0 win over Grinnevet in the Cardiff Premiership Blue lead. They are still on course for the title in that, as a matter of fact, but it is looking pretty close uh, going into the final weeks of the season there. Uh, incidentally, Barry under 13s going down 31-29 to Lanterit Vardra in the semi-final of the bowl competition in the Cardiff Rugby 
Defender Cup. Uh, as for the first team, they're back in action away at Fiorchi on Easter Saturday. Now on to two sports we don't often talk about. Baseball and softball sessions are back here in Barry. Yes, they are. In fact, they are at the Reservoir Field uh, here in, ba- in uh, Barry. Uh, the uh, free session's been held during the Easter school holidays. Uh, the next session is next Tuesday, if you're interested, the 11th of April. Um, there's US baseball being held for uh, 7 to 10s and uh, 11, plus as, uh, 11 plus as well. And also there's softball sessions. There are softball sessions for uh, children over 11 years old running between 4 and 5.30. Simply turn up on the day or if you can, sign up in advance. And in fact, there's also regular sessions being held every Tuesday. There's baseball for the uh, 7 to 10 age group and then for the over 11s between 5 and 6. And there's also softball later on in the evening for over 11s. If you're interested, uh, you'll find all details on bro on our news pages at broradio.fm. Thank you, Gareth. And thank you for listening to The Veil this week. This programme is all about the stories, issues and events affecting the towns and villages that make up the Vale of Glamorgan. That's right. So if you have something you'd like us to feature on the show, you can get in touch with us via Veil this week at broradio.fm or via our social media pages. The Veil this week is on air each Wednesday from 7pm here on Bro Radio, or you can find us anytime, wherever you grab your podcasts.